Um, so today I have a story for you guys. I didn't realize it was a rabbit hole. And then I dug into this rabbit hole. And I've been working on this for like two weeks. And there's so much crap. I There's some things. I'm just going to warn you guys on this. You're, you're going to have fun and go down a rabbit hole. But I just kind of picked what I thought was the most important um, stuff in this case. And uh, we're going to make it known. So, I mean... Obvious, this case is already publicized. I've actually never heard another podcast do this one before. Um, but apparently in the media and stuff, it was pretty big in the 80s. Ooh. And this is on Johnny Gosh. So this is on Johnny Gosh. And actually, just to give you guys a little context of how freaking, I mean, it was 1982. Um, but he was one of the one of the first he's not the first but he was one of the first boys to be on the milk cartons oh okay that's fascinating isn't it i thought so too well and okay so just a little background about that time around that time it was like well a lot of people knew i mean they knew that it was a possibility for kids to get kidnapped but they didn't want to hear it Mm -hmm. um and also it was big like well, you have to wait 72 hours to report your kid missing. Okay. And, well, kids just run away. They, most of them don't get kidnapped by people. They just run away. Jeez. Yeah, that's how that works. So, I just want to point out, a lot of people think that his mom is crazy because she pushes so hard on this case. And I don't blame her, for one. I mean, for A, it's her kid. And B, well... You'll see. The FBI even calls her a loon. Okay. So. All right. So, well, Gani Josh was born in November 19th. Gani Josh. Yes, Gani. I, uh, God, I have been on the phones too much today that my words are just blur now. Gani Josh. Mm-hmm. Johnny. Okay. Sorry, continue. <laughs> Johnny Gosh, um, born November 12th, 1969, and he disappeared September 5th, 1982. So he took up a paperboy route. He was 12 years old, and this was very common. I know, I know, shocking, right? I mean, my son even asked me what a newspaper was the other day. <laughs> I'm like, really? Are you serious right now? <laughs> That's hilarious. Mm. Like he literally found an old like Motorola phone. It doesn't flip, but it's like one of those super old ones. He's like, "What is this?" I'm like, "It's a phone." He's like, "No, it's not." I'm like, "Yes, it is." I'm like, "It's just an old school phone." And he's like, "What did you do with it?" I'm like, "What do you mean? What did I do with it?" <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, so um, he was actually saving up money to buying a dirt bike. That's what he wanted to do. And he did. He did save Remind up money. how old he was again? He was 12. Okay. And he loved this little paper route. And so also, I just want to make this known too. A lot of kids his age were either doing their paper routes by themselves or they'd have another boy go with them. Um, so Johnny was one of the only kids that was actually having his dad go with him. Okay kept asking his mom and dad like hey can I do this paper route by myself I'll be very careful and his mom was very cautious about it like no I don't want you doing that by yourself but one day she gave in and she's like you know what fine you can go ahead take the dog 
so he made him take the dog. And uh, like I said, normally his dad got, went with him, but he didn't that day. Most days he still did go with him. And it wasn't the first time that he hasn't gone with his dad. It just so happened that that day he didn't have his dad. His dad didn't go with him, but he always took his dog if his dad wasn't there with him. Um, okay. Which is smart. I mean, a lot of people, even if it is a small dog, they don't want to get bit by the dog. So plus, I mean, you know, there was all other paper boys out and people up in the morning that actually woke up in the morning, like early like that and would go outside, get their papers. So his mom was still very cautious about it, but his dad was like, well, listen, he's a boy. He's, he's fine. Like there's other people outside. What could happen to him? Well, this yeah, that's to him. That's the, that's <laughs> So um, there was this man, so there was this man in this blue car and he stops and he asked Johnny for directions. And why we know this is because another paper boy actually saw this happen. So like Johnny went to go get the papers from where, you know, the paper place where he gets them from. And like then his paper or wherever. Yeah. 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 So we went to go get his papers and he took his little red wagon and his dog with him. And this man with the blue car stopped and was asking him some questions and um one of the other paper boys watched this too happen and so what did he do he told like an adult was like hey this guy's asking for directions um and so the adult came over and then the car just spat sped away oh man blue car right and he told an adult and asked the adult to give this man directions and the guy just like sped away instead of like getting directions like he was asking johnny for Okay. And Johnny even said that was weird to the other paper boy and the paper boy was like, yeah, that was, um, so like the other paper boy remembers talking to him. Okay. There was, so there was actually a, quite a few witnesses in this. There was another witness that also said, um, two men parked their car the morning that Johnny went missing and started following Johnny down the street until she couldn't see them anymore and then she just walked back in her house but she thought that was weird okay um there was also another witness that said that they saw not a blue but a silver fremont car which is this car that they saw that the um guy said that he saw talking to johnny it was a fremont as well um and this was apparently around 6 p.m and said that it was like speeding off really fast people started calling johnny's mom's house like hey my paper hasn't been delivered do you know where johnny is this morning mm -hmm. and she thought that was kind of weird all of a sudden she's like well maybe he slept in or just like you know just forgot to do it like he slept in or something because he has yeah. slept in before um but she goes up there and he's not there and so she has her husband his name is john as well and of she course. has her husband go out and look for him being like he's like well i bet you because i'm not there helping him today he's just a little bit overwhelmed and running behind yeah so he went out there and well he found this red wagon that was had all the papers in it and the dog um but no johnny oh boy okay so the police were called they didn't respond for 45 minutes even though they only lived 10 blocks away they also were insistent that Johnny was a runaway. They also told her mom, his mom, that he, she, sorry, could not um, 
report him missing until 72 hours after he's been missing. Police just kept saying he's a runaway. He's a runaway. Noreen doesn't buy that he's just a runaway. She basically starts a search right away. And the whole town decides, you know what, we're going to go out and help you, even if the police officers aren't. Yeah. So one of the police officers, the chief of the police officer, decides to, while everyone is searching, get on top of a picnic table and told everyone to go home. He's nothing but a damn runaway. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) So a lot of people in this case believe that there is corruption. And that maybe the police were paid off. Okay. Because there is, okay, so in this police work, this was really crappy police work done. None of the witness statements were ever taken. Noreen, his mom, did all of the witness statements. She took everything down. She drew a map, had everyone draw a map of where they saw what they saw and everything. And the police would not put this in their records because they did not conduct the witness statements. And Noreen is persistent. She's like, he is not a runaway. He wouldn't run away just like that. That's not who he is. We're saying she is psychotic. Like she just wants to believe that her son was taken, that... Um, something happened to him when he probably just ran away okay so she goes to the press and she's like i need national help with this um she contacts the fbi she says like i need help with this like my police officers in my town are doing absolutely nothing about this um well the fbi called her a damn loon of course of course they When they did that, though, she got a ton of press, and then she ended up getting his face on the milk carton. Okay. Police claim that they did everything right. (laughs) But eventually, they ended up changing their statement to the press saying that he was actually kidnapped, and they thought that it was due to human trafficking. His parents, early on, before even the police did any sketches, actually, the police never did any sketches, um, his police hired investigators and they took down a few sketch artists from witnesses of what the men might have looked like. Okay. So eventually, too, his mom actually ended up pa- passing the Johnny Gosh bill, which now makes it so that you have to look for any missing child right away um, and not 72 hours. Hey, well, that's that's good news. At least. Yeah. She passed it in 1984 in Iowa and eventually now it's in all 50 states. So she just kept pushing and pushing and pushing for answers. And she was not going to give up. I mean, she did that in two years. Power to her. I know, right? She was, I mean, absolutely, absolutely amazing Like that that happened. (laughs) So get this. August 12th, 1984. The exact same block that Johnny was taken. This little boy named Eugene, who was also 12, was also taken. (gasps) okay so they start looking for him right away though at least right so yeah because they passed that bill they do they do um noreen is convinced that eugene and johnny's cases are connected um the fact that too i mean they are almost to the day um two 
years apart. So Johnny was taken September 5th, 1982, and he was taken August 12th, 1984. They think um, that whoever is trafficking these kids are coming around the fall area and taking these kids because it might be when parents have their guard down more because of like walking to school or whatever. Okay. So witnesses say that they saw Eugene talking to an older white male before he went missing, just like Johnny. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Interesting enough, six months after Johnny's disappearance, a woman was approached by a young male in a car parts store section of the car. Uh, so the store, car parts <laughs> section of the store, and he screamed, I am Johnny Gosh, I have been kidnapped. Ooh, okay. Before she could do anything, two men snatched the boy and took him away, and she tried to follow them, but she lost them, and then she called police. And that boy was absolutely never found. Oh, my gosh. In 1985, a dollar bill was found in Sioux City, Iowa, by this woman, and the message said, I am alive. I am Johnny Gosh. And the woman Mm -hmm. ended up mailing the bill to uh, Noreen, and his mother is convinced that that is Johnny's Henry. Handwriting experts have looked at it, and it is 89% could be Johnny's. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So she has, like, never given up. Like, more power to her. I mean, a lot of people think that she is just crazy, and she Mm -hmm. is just, like, taking all, every little thing, like, as a sign that Johnny's still there. And people, people act actually at this point you know it has been three years they're going by her house screaming johnny's dead just get over it you stupid bitch and stuff like this oh my gosh yeah yeah wow okay so now we jump to 1989 a 21 year old man his name is paul bonacci who just got out of prison for molesting a boy said he was in the same sex ring as johnny not only that, he was one of the people that was involved in kidnapping him and held chloroform over Johnny's mouth. Uh-oh. Noreen believes him. Um, Noreen actually even went to go see Paul and to talk to him about what happened. And um, he even said some stuff that no one else would have known, like where his birthmarks are, because um, they were like up on his stomach, so your shirt would have had to been off. Also, Paul ended up sending these photos to Noreen of him and what apparently is Johnny tied up next to each other that one of the assailants gave to Paul as a reminder. Ooh, okay. And Noreen is like 100% sure like that is Johnny. Okay. The FBI doesn't think that he is a credible witness um and doesn't think that he helped in any way with his kidnapping um one of the main reasons so paul has been diagnosed with multiple personality disorders okay so he has about four different personalities and he claims that he can't remember like what he did or what he said when he's a different person well that complicates things yeah And you know what? Multiple personality disorder is real. I mean, I was doing a little bit more research into it too. And it does happen. Sometimes people can just switch on a dime and just be another person. Paul, however, says that he put his head down 
meditate for like a minute or two and come back up as someone else. Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying that it's not credible. I'm just saying like, I understand why they didn't put him on the stand and they couldn't have him as a credible witness due to that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I guess. I mean, yeah. So Paul's siblings are also claiming um, that he was home in Omaha that day of that kidnapping. But again, like police didn't interview Paul's siblings until seven years after that disappearance. How easy would it have been to mess up one day? Yeah, no kidding. So, and shortly after that, like Paul did go missing around that time too. I mean, it would have been really easy just to mess up a day, honestly. Yeah. So Paul said him and Johnny were sold to a man in Colorado in 1986. And Johnny tried to escape a few times, but was unsuccessful. Okay. Paul claims that he was in the sex ring as well and being abused as well. Paul ended up taking the FBI to this place in Colorado. It is out in the middle of nowhere. Um, in order to find it, like, I mean, you couldn't just be like, okay, it's that house. Like, it was literally in the middle of the woods. And when he went up to that house, he literally had a full-on panic attack. You could tell that there was something not right there okay that's not reassuring no um so paul is also claiming that he says this name a lot this man named emilio was involved um i'm not going to fully get into that i'll let you guys get into that because that is just a whole nother thing (laughs) that also gets into this boy named francisco who was also kidnapped and claimed to be in a sex ring and apparently paul helps take them down i'm just not going to get into that because that's a whole nother thing (laughs) but i will go ahead and say like hey if you want to go ahead and dive into that that is another rabbit hole go have fun (laughs) Jeez, I'm just, I'm just not gonna, because I feel like it takes away from um, Johnny's story here, and even though it is part of it, like that is just a whole nother thing. We'll just let that go from there. So, so Paul is also claiming that this man named Lawrence King is actually running this underground ring. Lawrence King is a very rich man who has a lot of power. Um, he is in charge of the Franklin Bank which is also what Paul helped take down with the scandal in the late 80s and 90s. Um, And like Paul is claiming like, hey, he's in charge of this whole entire sex ring. And actually there was credible evidence to that. And he actually ended up taking that. A lot of these cases were dropped in the 1990s, but they were reinstated in the 2000s and actually ended up being credible. Okay. So um, Lawrence was actually ended up being booked into prison for actually looting over 40 million dollars from the bank and um sexually acts with a minor jeez but he had a, he was a very rich man and had a lot of power it'd been really easy for him to pay people off including the police like let's face it if two boys are going missing in iowa in the exact same block of each mm-hmm. other how easy would it have been to pay off the same person just saying that makes sense so paul is also claiming there is so many people involved with this especially people with power a lot (laughs) i mean i'm gonna dive into this um including george w bush what yeah so 
before I get into that though, Noreen actually thinks that her husband, Johnny might've actually sold Johnny, her son. There are thoughts that she actually, that he actually sold him. That is not verified. They actually did it. I'm getting a divorce later, but at the same time, like if you were just dealing with this loss of a kid for this many years and I mean, it's got to put a lot of strain on your marriage. Yeah. You know, anyone who enjoys vegetables or is trying to eat healthier really should consider keeping in more vegetables around. Mm, Well, you know, I've recently found this website they're called imperfect foods and um they are actually great at helping me keep vegetables in my house and yeah the vegetables don't look perfect like picture perfect like you get in the store sometimes but i mean hey imperfect foods they deserve a chance too plus you can get them at a discounted price and they don't just have vegetables they also have meats and fruits and breads and everything else you can think of if you use our code theories so it's imperfectfoods.com slash crime theories and then you use code theories guess what guys you get ten dollars off your first box of 25 dollars or more so another thing is noreen says 15 years later after johnny was kidnapped um a man came to her door they knocked on the door she asked who is it and he said it's me it's johnny so at first she didn't fully like recognize him, but she said when he opened his shirt and showed her, her the birthmark, she knew it was him. She spoke to him for about an hour and a half. She said she didn't go to the police because he said he needed to go in hiding or people will kill me. They'll kill my family. They'll kill everyone I love. Okay. She also claims that she didn't come out with this for years later because, well, she had no proof. And already people were thinking she was crazy. So, case goes quiet until about 2006. And then people started sending her disturbing photos of random teenage boys tied up and gagged. There's a few that she thinks that were Johnny, and some that she doesn't think were Johnny. Okay. At this time, there are theories that people found just random images online, printed them out, and just started sending them to her because people thought that she would believe anything yeah okay so here we get into w george w bush and where he is involved well there is this photo going around that uh shows what looks like johnny who had been 14 at the time standing Mm -hmm. right next to george w bush okay Um, then there is this man that people believe that is Johnny. His name is Jeff Gannon. So Jeff, during the George Bush administration, with no reporter experience, nothing at all, just out of the blue, apparently becomes a reporter for the White House. Okay. Well, came out when he was on the Bill Murray show that he was actually a prostitute before he worked for the White House. Gosh said on our last show, let's listen and then I'm going to ask you to react. I do not know if Gannon is Johnny or not. Only a DNA test would provide that information conclusively. Jeff, one question for you. Let's get right to the point. Are you willing to take a DNA test and settle the controversy once and for all? Yes or no? 
Absolutely, I would definitely take a DNA test, but that isn't even necessary because there's so much evidence to uh, available to disprove these accusations. That's a yes, then. Well, you are well he's saying yes. My friend Jeff yeah, is you know saying what? yes. As a lawyer, I can, I can, All right. smell, I can smell a no, hit. No, 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 no. you so. got to understand something. My friend here, Jeff, who's come on our show today, didn't do anybody else's show, he's going to tell us the fact. Jeff, how old are you first off? I'm, I'm 48 years 48 old. 48 years old. My man Johnny Gashi there would be 35 years old. Lisa, Why the are you numbers... avoiding the question? No, no, no. no. He just said, he just said, hey, Jeff, you said you would take a DNA. I could set this whole thing up, but let's get to the point. Let's get to the point. The point is, by giving a DNA sample, there could be opening up some other avenues of things that I kind of know that you possibly could be involved. And I don't knock it. I, again, if you want to go suck on a Johnny Pump or whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do, you could do in this world. But the point is, Why all we're here for, speak, all we're here speak. for is to show that my friend Jeff is not Johnny Gosh. Jeff? There are dozens of people who have known me most of my life that uh, could uh, definitely vouch for the fact that I am not this person. Look, what happened to this, this child and the, the suffering that his mother has endured is, is a tragedy. But it's also... Uh, Jeez. And actually had allegations of having sexual relationships with George Bush. Mm -hmm. There's no record from the Secret Service that he came in and out of the White House, which anyone, doesn't matter who you are, reporter or not, you have to sign the paper saying that you were in this home. Yeah. Johnny actually then went on and because pe people are assuming that, you know, he is Johnny Gosh. And mm -hmm. so Jeff is like, you know what? I'll go in and I'll talk about this. So they asked him, they're like, why don't you just do a DNA test? Get this all over with. But if people are sitting here and saying, look, you are Johnny Gosh, like, why not just prove it? Like, why not prove it? Yeah. So a lot of people are thinking that this man, is, Jeff Gannon, is actually Johnny Gosh. And surprisingly enough, when I first heard about this, I was like, this is such bullshit. Like, what the hell? No, I am. I, I can see it, mm -hmm. especially with how much corruption there is, especially in the politics world and how much like, you know has recently come out like with trump and everything like that saying like you know we did have sexual allegations with women and underage girls to begin with who's to say mm -hmm. someone else didn't do that but with a boy yeah i'm going to show you some photos real quick and i'm going to see what you think about these so and i'll go ahead i'll post these guys so you guys can see them as well Okay, there's a happy one. There's him with his dirt bike. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Oh, God, I hate Ryan Stippy. I don't know why I'm saying Okay. That. Oops, I went the wrong way on my photos and see McGonagall putting a hat on Bernie Sanders. Not helpful. That is a great photo, by the way. It is, but it is not, not helpful. Okay. Okay. Okay, there's Johnny. Oh, it does kind of look like him, but I mean... He also does kind of look, I mean, do we know or have any idea who else there could be? It hasn't been confirmed, no. Interesting. Like, just why? Okay. And now I'll give you a picture of, um, there is Jeff. Okay. There is Jeff and George Bush kissing him on oh. the head. Oh, wait, why is George Bush kissing him? I don't know. I feel like I missed something. 
that's yeah. Fair. yeah yeah right i mean there's a collage of all of them i mean okay i understand that you know it wasn't always covid people used to get closer than they do now but still but kissing another is, man on the, the head yes. kissing this man I, I don't understand yeah unless you were having like relations with someone that is very strange okay i am see it doesn't seem so far-fetched now does it that's pretty weird um let me see if i can see an age progression photo of johnny i know i have one so and also um this jeff guy used to go by a different name let me see if i can find why did he change his name i mean don't you have apparently for media like legit reasons to change your name apparently for media okay oh so it was like a screen name or something no so like because apparently he went as a reporter like so it was legally changed not like i mean lady gaga's name obviously isn't lady gaga right right i'm not sure so was it like lady gaga or did he actually like go change his name i'm not 100 percent sure on that one okay so there's a photo um the one of uh the one in the gray is supposedly him (laughs) okay and where did they get these pictures? These were mailed to him. To his mom. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's like horrible. These were mailed to her. So, like, this case is just so crazy to me. Like, there are definitely a lot of weird questions, aren't there? Oh, that's what Jeff was named before. Was actually his. So he has. He has legal. Look, yep, legally changed his name three different times. To Jeff Gunker, James Gunker, and Jeff Gonnan. Okay. Usually so, you have to have a reason to change your name. like, And that many times? That's kind of weird. Like, usually, you know, you, like, change your name because you're getting divorced. Or you change your name because someone adopted you. Or you have, like, usually you have to, like, go to a court and tell them why you're changing your name. So that's a pretty dramatic length. Or... You know, you're changing your name because hmm, legally, you know, you have this conspiracy going around with you and people think that you are Johnny Gosh that was taken from his house. (laughs) Yeah, that too. But you, you go in there and tell the court that, I guess. I mean, well, no, I'm just saying like, what I'm saying is like, you know, if you were and there were so many people that were involved in this bull that like were corrupt with this that would be pretty easy to pay someone off be like hey change this guy's name yeah that is so weird so see and there's that um age progression the thing is too is like look at that like their chins match up pretty damn good and if you look at the nose in our line yeah that's so weird. Eugene, Eugene, Eugene Martin. He's never been found as well. And that's a whole nother rabbit hole. If you want to get into that, people think that he's someone else as well, but is actually um, in politics. So oh, maybe I'll do a whole thing on him too. Okay. But is that real? Or is that like the fact that JonBenet Ramsey's Katy Perry? Well, which I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I mean, okay. 
I will just share this with you real quick. Um, okay. So this is Eugene. This is not an age progression photo. This is the guy that they think he is now. Okay. Oh, my. Uh-huh. Okay, that. Yeah. That's like spot on, right? <sighs> okay, yeah. That... that is That is scary spot on, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so maybe I'll do a whole thing on that um, because, I mean, like I said, this case is just like another rabbit hole. Like, you can just keep going and going and going into someone else's case, and there's so many people involved in this. It is absolutely insane, and I just wanted to basically brush the surface on this so you guys got a good idea about this case, but dude, I mean... Guys, if you have theories, I'm sure you do because this is a crazy fucking case. And if you've ever heard this case before, you know what I'm talking about. Or if you decide to dive into this rabbit hole, there's a lot going on. And a lot of it is is theories and conspiracies with, well, Republicans. And with a lot of people with money. And why Bush is kissing that man's head. Do you get what I mean now? (laughs) Now I'm like, before I was like, okay, this is just a crazy ass theory. And then the fact that he's like kissing this guy's head, that he's rubbing it, that he's like all up on this guy. Like, what the fuck is going on? I'll post these pictures. You guys can see them for yourself. I think the only pictures I will not post is the tied up ones. A, because it's not confirmed that that is Johnny. And B, um just because some people get really sensitive over that crap if you guys want to see them just google it so um and and there's all there's quite a bit there's the ones i showed brie but there's also a few others on there that are Jeez. like like full-on yeah i mean it's just it's crazy like this whole thing is crazy i don't know i don't know if johnny is jeff but I can't roll that out and the fact that you won't take a Okay, as though he wouldn't find out, I guess that's a little unrealistic. He would obviously know. But yeah, yeah. that Alright guys, well I'm sure you guys have theories on this. Please let us know them contact us at crime theories podcast at gmail.com find us on facebook on instagram shit i'm even on tiktok go ahead i haven't made any like true crime tiktoks but maybe i will just a little note we know that we are behind on our reading but we are going to catch up this week so when this comes out has been chapters three and four and next week we will get you a podcast for chapters one and two and three and four i probably will i promise guys we will We've already read them. I just don't have time to discuss them right this moment, but we will. We'll get them so, up. We will get those both up next week. And so, hey, you guys track. have time to catch up too. Mm-hmm. So read chapters one through four, and we will get that up for discussion next week. Yep. All right, guys. We'll keep fucking going. <laughs>